0: Humans, 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 come on in. We have one heck of an episode for you today. Lots of moving pieces. Lots of ingredients to make one, one heck of a dish for you today, humans. Really, really fun, exciting stuff. Okay, so what a weekend for the sports world. Of course, the World Cup final, NFL. And I forgot to mention, forgive me, forgive me. We had some of the early... Bowl games, you know? Yeah. you. Some people might say, well, come on, man. Who cares about the blah, blah, blah tractor bowl? Well, you care when you walk into a bar after Christmas shopping and you just want to see what's on, you know? It's better than when bars have stupid eh, prank shows, muted prank shows on. I'd rather see a bowl game, damn it. It's fun. So the World Cup final. Humans, I got you a little bit of compelling audio. I was watching from home, and when it went to extra, so, extra time, I said, I can take this no more. I'm going out into the world. I'm going to, to be a part of this. And so humans, I went on a little journey, and let me tell you, the bars were packed as predicted. I mean, you've got NFL and World Cup butting up against each other, of course, that would never happen if, if the World Cup was in the summer. But we had this unique year, this unique time. So a little compelling audio of me trying to find a place, and uh, we'll just see what happens to all Sid. We've got some reaction to last episode. I had my compatriot, friend of mine, Brett White, on. We talked some TV episodes, if you haven't heard that yet. Episode 120. He breaks down Christmas TV episodes. I'll tell you, I learned a thing or two. We've got some listener line reaction on that. And I want to tell you guys about something fun here at the show. Sydney Hollis Show Christmas cards. Stay tuned to hear about that. Okay, folks, why don't we jump in? Oh, and of course, I asked Brian, Brian Fithian, Brian no longer in Manhattan, Brian no longer in Murray Hill, Brian in Pelham, New York, to come back on, give him a chance to toot his own horn for talking a little bit of soccer with us, and a lot of what he said came true, so hey, why the heck not? Why don't we start, why don't we start with the listener line? Of course, last episode was me talking to Brett White, he's a columnist for Decider, That's decider.com. He's very into Christmas TV episodes, and he broke some of that down for us. Let's go to the listener line, get a little reaction on that, shall we? We'll get to the soccer in a little bit. This is Pat from Chicago. Here he is. And, oh, my goodness, I did just forget. A couple of listeners sent in a cameo. Of course, you guys are familiar with the app, Video service cameo. It's where you can pay celebrities to wish people wishful greetings and they will do it. Some listeners sent in a cameo. We will have that as well, but for now, let's get to reaction from episode one twenty. This is checking in on the listener line. This is Pat from Chicago.
1: Sid, it's Pat from Chicago. It's been a long time, buddy. I just finished up the last episode Christmas TV episode. I'm looking out my window. It's a soft white snow on the Chicago streets. It's starting to seem like Christmas. That was just a great episode. I currently have influenza A, got tested today, not COVID, but just starting to get over that. Still in it a little bit, hoping to get better for the weekend. Happy to hear that you got over COVID. that's great news. And I can't wait till I start feeling good again. There's nothing better than when you start feeling better from being sick for a long period of time. You just get like a totally new lease on life. Um, So can't wait for that. Wanted to give a shout out to Brett White. That was a great episode. And I really appreciated all the knowledge and information that he shared with us going back to some of the older shows. I was not expecting that. Um, So I was just very impressed. And I plan on going and watching some of those episodes that you guys shared i as a kid watched the mary tyler moore show and the dick van dyke show on uh nick at night mary tyler moore is like my first crush when i was younger i don't know if anyone else out there any of the other humans can relate to that having a crush on a black and white mary tyler moore in like 1991 is that a unique thing i don't know um, but yeah, that was a great, great episode. And, um, some of my favorite Christmas movies just wanted to share, uh, a lot of crossover with you, Miracle on 34th street, the, uh, national lampoons always love that one. Um, home alone, um, Christmas story. But recently I was introduced to a new movie that I had not seen before. And like, I kind of knew about called the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. And this is the favorite Christmas movie of my girlfriend. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll watch it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, kind of like, yeah, your favorite movie, of course. You know, I'm excited. I was excited to watch it. But I actually really like the movie. You know, it's kind of a kid's movie. But overall, I thought a very good Christmas movie. And I would recommend it to anyone out there. So throwing that one into the mix now. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll hang up and listen. But, um... If I don't talk to you or any of the humans out there, hope everyone has a really good holiday season and uh happy new year. Come visit Chicago real soon. All right. Take care. Merry Christmas.
0: Well, Pat, what a call. What a call, man. Sorry to hear that you're sick brother. And I know exactly what you mean when you've had all these days to just kind of be sick by yourself, not around groups of friends and work and all this stuff. you, and you're feeling rotten, you just, yeah, no, you're just, your, your brain goes through something and, and then you start to get through it and you haven't been around all this social stimuli. You almost get back to you a little bit. That's how I felt at least, and I felt that way when I've been sick before. Sometimes I'd even feel that way going home over holidays sometimes if I didn't see too many Savannah people, if I just kind of was in my own little world. By the time I went back up to university, I felt more like Sid. And maybe we can feel that way after we've been sick, too. We're around less of the stimuli. We're putting on less of our masks, if you will. So, Pat, wishing you the best. I hope you have a great unsick epiphany. We're all sending you our love from here at the show. Now, a crush on Mary Tyler Moore. I love it. Thank you for sharing. You know, for whatever reason, I didn't have a crush on her. But I remember when the Patty Duke show would have its intro. I mean, I was only like eight years old or something when that was coming on Nick at night. I think my parents had choir practice the night that the Patty Duke show came on. And I don't even know if I remember her being attractive for a say, but I think she was just supposed to be like a teenager. And I remember feeling a little something warm and fuzzy about that. Of course I, I've mentioned this on the show before, I had little crushes on our babysitters, so it would have been a Wednesday night. Which means one of our babysitters would have been over. So that paired with a teenager in black and white, well, it was just probably a lot for some eight-year-old <laughs> whatever hormones are called in an eight-year-old. Thank you for sharing, Pat. And if you humans out there have any um, original crushes you'd like to share, listener line at SydneyHollishow.com. And I also want to say, I admire your attitude of like, you know what? This is my girlfriend's favorite movie. It's not something I'm in, t- in typically into, etc. And you just went with it. I want to be more like that. Sometimes I can be kind of a, a purist when it comes to certain things, especially Christmas movies and like, Oh, I don't want to watch that. I want to be more open, you know? Yeah. Why not? This means a lot to you. You've, you've watched things that mean a lot to me. It's only, it's only building a relationship to do that. So thank you, Pat. Now, folks, we think we've heard all we have from Pat. But actually, after he sent this message, another one followed it not too long after. Here it is. Oh, and the audio was, at a, was accompanied by some text. It said, also, dude, Brett's style is amazing. Incredible look. And here's Pat.
1: He's effectively and very sharply pulling off the look of a guy 20 years older than him that lived 35 years before him. And the best thing about it is that he's going to look exactly the same for the next 30 years. And people's minds are just going to be blown. Amazing. Hats off.
0: Thank you again, Pat. I'm I'm sure Brett would love to hear the praise. And folks... If you want to see Brett's look, of course, you can go to his Instagram and his Twitter, which is at Brett White on Instagram and Twitter. And he has this drag persona, too, at Barb Hardley, B-A-R-B-H-A-R-D-L-E-Y. But I I don't like social media. It's a, it's I guess it's a part of our lives. And I don't feel like that if you're a listener to the show, you should have to have social media to keep up with what we keep up with. So to avoid that altogether, head over to your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. I'll put up a tab tonight that says Brett's look. And that way you can just see the Instagram post that Veronica, Veronica on my staff that Veronica made. It's a great looking picture of Brett and it shows off his style. So you can just go to sydneyhollishow.com. Look for the tab that says Brett's look. And you can avoid going. You can avoid going to social media altogether. My hats off to you, people that don't use it at all. And frankly, if you're on it, we all know what happens. You get sucked in for ten minutes when you wanted to be there for thirty seconds. Just scroll on over to sydneyhollishow.com. There'll be no danger of that happening. Okay, we're going to get to some World cuppage. Me on my adventure. We're going to check in with Brian. Brian and Pelham. But before we do, let's address the cameo in the room. Two listeners of the show saw to it, decided it was in their hearts to purchase a cameo, to purchase a celebrity. You know, you go on us you go on this website, I think, and then you click on a celebrity and you say, I'd like this celebrity to wish my friend well. Two of our listeners Got a cameo for the show, for me, for all of you really humans. This is our show together. So Chris in Chicago and Pat in Chicago, of course, we just heard from Pat. Pretty heavy Pat day around here. They got a cameo for the show. Let's give it a listen. Or hey, even before we listen, let's read the text. Shout out to Sid! Exclamation point. Congrats on 100 episodes. Sydney, your old pals Chris and Pat were telling me about the show and asked me to put together a little video for you to show their appreciation. So here you go. I'm a fan of what you're doing. Keep on keeping on, compadre. I just want to fly M-M. Now, folks, who could M-M be? Well, let's let the audio from the video Reveal that to you.
2: Yo, what is up, Sydney? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray. Yes, I know. Off the charts, but always in our hearts. And, Sydney, speaking of always in our hearts, I understand from your friends, Pat and Chris, that uh, congratulations are in order for you, Sydney, because I understand that your podcast, The Sydney Hollis Show, is celebrating over 100 episodes in just over a year. That's pretty incredible, Sydney. That shows a lot of dedication and a lot of uh, talent. So good for you, Sydney. And Pat, Chris, and I just wanna say congratulations and show our appreciation for all that you're doing. And Pat and Chris said, Mark, I gotta say, man, Sydney is such a great entertainer. He's a wonderful showman. He's also a man of the people. And I gotta say, Real recognized, Real. Uh, Pat and Chris, let me know. Sydney, y'all guy graduated in high school in the late '90s, and boy, that was the wheelhouse for the music of Sugar Ray. And you're all fans of the music of Sugar Ray. So Sydney, I want to thank you and Pat and Chris for the years of love and support for the music of Sugar Ray. It's because of that love and support I still get to do something I love to do, and that's play music around the world. So I'm thanking you, Sydney. I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you, Pat and Chris. Uh, Pat and Chris, let me know that you live in Brooklyn, Sydney, but you're from Savannah, Georgia. What a beautiful city. Savannah is. I love that place. You like riding bicycles, surfing, and domestic beer. Uh, and you always refer to your listeners as humans, which I think is a wonderful touch. Because what you do there is you're tapping in to an identity of your audience. Meaning they're not just audience. They're not fans. I never say fans of the music of Sugar Ray. I always say friends of Sugar Ray, You know, because you when you say humans, you're adding a... Well, you're adding a human aspect to your audience. You let know that you're a living, breathing thing, just like they are. That's a wonderful thing to refer to your audience as, your listeners as. A shout out to the humans, Pat and Chris say. Uh, Hideaway Bluffs is the name of your swanky property in the metaverse. Hopefully, you haven't lost all your value, all the value of Hideaway Bluffs. Uh, and I understand, Pat and Chris, let me know, Sydney, that on the show you appreciate men's blouses like the shirt Pat Swayze wore in Ghost. I, I completely concur. Or you can look at the uh, the wardrobe of one Adam Ant from the 80s. Uh, I remember him. He always wore some fine blouses. And a, perhaps the most famous blouse of all time was the blouse that Jerry Seinfeld wore uh, on a show for the Today Show appearance. Remember that was really made all terribly that Kramer wanted to wear? That was funny. And of course, the Chappelle show when. Uh, when uh, Prince was playing um, Rick James or something in uh, basketball, and Prince was the blouses or something, so I fully I I, I co-sign on the blouse hysteria that the uh, Sydney Hollis show seems to celebrate. Because why wouldn't you celebrate blouses? So Sydney, congratulations, man! But I let Pat and Chris know. I go listen. I don't just congratulate people with words. And Pat and Chris went. Well, Mark, what do you gonna do for Sydney? We thought that's what most people did on this platform. Oh yeah, Pat Chris, that's what most people do. But the way you described your good friend Sydney, he is far from just most people. In fact, he sounds extraordinary. And Pat and Chris goes, he is Mark. That's what we're trying to tell you. But what are you going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to congratulate Sydney on his hundredth episode of the Sydney Hollis Show podcast? I'm going to bust out the special distant sugar ray guitar <whistles> and say congratulations the way I feel comfortable. Even if this isn't necessarily a congratulatory song. We're going to make it one just for you, Sydney. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. Congratulations, dear Sydney. Congratulations to you on a hundred shows on the Sydney Hollis podcast. Sydney, well done, man, from your good friends Pat and Chris and your new friend Mark Rath and Sugar A. Keep it up, man. Keep on talking to those humans, brother. Take care, man. Wow. Mark McGrath,
0: you take care, too. You take care, too, Mark McGrath. Folks, wow. I've never been the recipient of a cameo before. That was kind of fun. And, you know, I think I was pretty judgy of cameos leading up until just now. I was like, oh, well, they're just reading something. You know, it's like whatever. But, you know, Mark went the extra mile. Yeah, of course, he was fed some stuff by Chris and Pat. We went to high school in the late 90s, 100 episodes on the show, all that jazz. But I mean, there was some stuff coming from the heart in there relating to you guys being humans, us calling you humans, because it it is meaningful. And I don't just do it. I don't just do it to have some gimmick. No, we're humans. We're human here on the show. Uh, that was really cool. I uh, felt like he kind of related to that. That was kind of fun. And boy, this guy jumped in on the blouse chat, too. I mean, that's not, I don't think that's typical. I don't think that's typical. He jumped right in. Now, he went puffy shirt. He went prince. Um, you might say puffy shirt's a little hanging fruit. I don't care who you are, man. He jumped right in. He knew what we were talking about. And he didn't just go Prince; he went Prince from the Chappelle Show. McGrath, dude. Ah, and just a while on a fly. Wow, wow. And the guy looks good. The guy looks good. That was a video. Just to, wow. I mean, that's fun. He really got into the human stuff. He jumped in on the blouses. It felt like he went the extra mile. I wouldn't. I wouldn't totally know because I don't. I don't really watch. I think this might be the first cameo I've ever seen. I think. Um, But nevertheless, that was fun. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Pat. Of course, we'll be celebrating 100 episodes of the Sydney Hollis Show all year long here at the show. So feel free to send your congratulations any time, any way you'd like, humans. Listener line at SydneyHollisShow.com. Now, this leads me to... Sydney Hollis Show Holiday Cards. Now, what do you mean, Sid? Well, I mean, it's kind of fun to just say, hey, humans, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and whatever you celebrate, Happy Holidays, whatever it is, you know, from, in this case, Sid in New York, Sid in Brooklyn, Sid in Greenpoint, whatever you want to say. I don't know if you guys remember, but, you know, old television networks, at least in my experience in Savannah, you know, we'd have our our few networks, and of course there's the local channel that brings you the network. WTOC brings you CBS. And around the holidays there would be like little Christmas cards, either from troops overseas or just from local businesses that I'm sure we're advertising, who knows? various there'd just be a little bumper you know between wheel of fortune and jeopardy or something it's like hey everyone if we just wanted to say merry christmas you know from our family to yours you know we did just say the name of their business or their unit if they were troops or what have you and uh i just think that'd be kind of fun to do here at the show no pressure it's not a contest you might say to yourself you know i'm not a caller in i just like to listen and I, sometimes I think about calling in but I just don't know if it's for me this might be an easy way to dip your toe in because there's not any there's no great expectation hey Sid hey humans I just wanted to uh to call and say happy holidays this is from Pete San Francisco that's all might be kind of fun we'll see what happens now of course humans I'm encouraging you to send in Home video Yule Logs. Maybe you have a beautiful fireplace. Maybe you have a not-so-beautiful fireplace. If you're into it, dude, video your fireplace for 30 minutes. Send it in. It will be featured on your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. And it can be... It doesn't have to be super traditional in any way. It can be, well, I... We don't have a fireplace. But we have a fire pit in the backyard. Send us 30 minutes of your fire pit. Give us that crackle. Maybe you're on hard times. Maybe you're like me. You don't have a fireplace. I do have a backyard, but a fire pit. It... Let me just say it'd be tough here. I guess I could send you guys 30 minute video of a candle. It might be kind of Christmassy. Maybe it won't have the crackles and pops. But you get it. So humans, send those in. And one has already been sent in. One has already been sent in. So it's going to take me a day or two to launch this. But that will be on sydneyhollishow.com. I imagine the tab will be like Yule Logs or something. Uh, But hey, two fun things. One, you can just send in a quick little card to listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com. Audio submissions, please. And then uh, if, you, if you are so inclined, send in a Yule log. Like I was saying last episode, or maybe the one before. You know, yeah, I'll go to Netflix. I'll watch the Fireplace for Your Home, classic edition. I'll watch the Fireplace for Your Home, Birchwood edition. But it's nice to have some other options. So, yeah, I'm just crazy enough to, like, dial up the World Wide Web TV, World Wide Web, on my Roku and figure out how to play a video from sydneyhollowshow.com so I can watch a human's Yule Log while I sit on my couch and listen to jazz. I will do that. I will do that. Wait, that siren is long, and it sounds like it's ever so slowly getting closer. So, no escaping that for right now. All right, humans. Uh... Let's get to my adventure trying to watch. It's going to go right by. Told you I was getting closer. Went right by my window. Red flashing lights just came in here, and I'm burning. Burning a Christmas candle right now. It smells very nice in here. It's a balsam scent. Of course, I'm very careful when it comes to candles. You all should be, too, if that's your bag. Okay, so humans, I was watching the World Cup at my house by myself. And, you know, I was tempted I I should have been out to begin with. You know, I should have been out to begin with. You know, this is my deal. I enjoy I enjoy good good swaths of humanity, especially when there's like just something common that we're all into. So, I should have been out sooner. But nevertheless, the game went to extra time and I said I can take it no more. I'm going to find A place to watch. And here's the mini-adventure that I went on. Humans, it's your boy. World Cup is tied. It's tied going into extra time. And, uh, well, I'm making a beeline for the closest bar to me in my neighborhood. It will likely be Jan. I mean, this game started at 10. There's NFL on later today. It's always crowded for NFL. Uh, Otherwise... And this is a very crowded World Cup soccer bar too. So I don't know if I'm even going to get in the door, but I'm certainly going to give it a whirl. We'll just have to see what happens here, humans. Well, folks, I was able to get into that bar. The door would barely shut behind my heels. Uh, I was last one in, last one in. So here's me hurriedly trying to find another one. I mean, I feel, you know, it reminds me of when you see movies about the, you know, the 50s or the 60s or the 70s, or frankly even in the 80s. People would stop on street corners and watch huge sporting events, you know, if they were close and it was big enough, through like the windows of electronic stores. And of course, peering into maybe a bar that would have like one television over in the corner, you know? But uh it was so crowded I could barely get the door to close behind my heels. Like I was the last one in. <laughs> kind of crazy. I figured let me make a second attempt. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, humans take two Thank you. Standing room only the standing room only. Okay. First two bars. Very, both are big NFL bars. Really crowded on Sundays, very lively, etc. You know, so sports fans go there, football fans go there, they're going to be there anyway. I won't imagine anyone. Mine's getting up, getting to the spot a little bit earlier. Let's try. Try number three. Let's check it out.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, if we want to keep count. Kagan Lantern officially jammed. I got my. I could actually get in. I could actually get in. Like I said, last man in. Heels on the door. Just now, try to go to turkey's nest, Jam, not No chance of being the last man in. The Gibson, similar. No chance of being the last man in. Now you're, now you're going to a situation like this and you're saying to yourself, well, I'm not gonna get a drink during this. I'm just in here to see what happens. All right, let's try Mugzell Health. This is a pub walk. No no crawling because the no alcohol is in the Mugs, alehouse, full, freaking full. You've got to imagine the humans, people are just, Just start some cheering of some kind, humans. I'm going to try a little brewery over here. This is, you know, nice spot. So folks, a little brewery type place I'm trying to go, it's called Ebbs, North 8th, between Bedford and uh, Driggs, and there's there's just people standing outside, oh, I'm hearing cheers and cheers. I think this is where I'm going to have to watch humans, out in the street, there's at least. Counting at least 25 people spilling out of the place not within the threshold of even the building. Well, humans, I found my spot, that uh, brewery Ebbs, it's a little outpost of a brewery. They um, they have like a garage door style entrance. So the, the entrance was, was almost the width of the whole place and they had it open. So I was able to stand there, like I said, with about 25 or 30 other people huddled around, not quite inside, and watch the game. And I captured some fun audio. Of course... Uh, There were a couple of goals in that, and then we went to uh, penalty kicks. So let's listen to a little compelling audio. And, of course, you notice the people chanting Messi. Well, it was mostly people, I think, pulling for Argentina. There were some some French folks that would cheer on occasion, too. So I think there were some, some French people there as well. And I think maybe the crowd was just, you know, like I was just there for the dramatics. I wasn't really pulling for either side. I think people were maybe feeling that way or that was slightly slightly more argentinian's uh, that's certainly how it felt in the end but we got some we got some cheering back and forth at one point argentina.
3: Argentina. Argentina.
1: Argentina. Argentina.
0: Argentina. Of course that one's easy to understand argentina and i think this may have been a French, uh, a French cheer back in the other direction. It's you know you can tell it's less people, but I think that's what's going on here. So humans, you get the drift. You get the drift. But why not give you the audio of the game defining penalty kick? Uh, of course, France had missed. Uh, one or two, and so all this Argentine, Argentinian player needed to do was make this one, and it would decide it. There was still tension in the air. You could cut it with a knife. There was a Frenchman near me who would do this kind of guttural chant, and I was, I hate to say that I was enjoying it, but I was enjoying watching, It was something about his guttural chant. It was coming across very... Not friendly, just sort of like, oh! And he would like look back at the people chanting Argentina. It's like, dude, is this is just a game. It is a sports bar. They're allowed to cheer for their people, too. So sort of enjoying his misery. And I, maybe we'll get a little bit of him yelling this little guttural thing right before this last uh, kick here. Anyway, here we go. In fact, humans, before we go there, let's get the audio of the um, the French penalty kick in the 117th minute. Uh, that's, that that ties the game up that will that will eventually send it to penalty kicks. So let's get that audio because it was kind of fun. Everything went so, so hush, hush quiet for that. How do you like that, humans? So anyway, kind of cool there where there was that sort of delay. You heard some cheering just a second before the other cheering. I think that another bar down the street, their feed must have just been like half a second earlier than ours. So that was an eruption of sound coming from a neighboring bar uh, pretty far down the block. I thought that was kind of cool? All right, let's get to this last kick here, shall we? That was, uh, that was that guy with this guttural noise. Eagle! Eagle! All right, here we go. Gets awfully quiet. That was it, humans. I think I say it, too. That's That's it, humans. Well, humans, that was fun. So that was my... It's going to be a wild day in New York. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, Sid. So anyway, humans, that was my, uh, you know, to use the overused, but probably not that often used, but yet overused. That was baby's day out. That was baby's day out. But why don't we check in with the guy that brought this all to us? Let's check in with Brian. Brian now in... uh, Now in Pelham, New York, no longer Brian in Murray Hill, no longer Brian in Manhattan. Let's check in. All right, humans, here he is. I asked him to be on the podcast tonight. I said, Brian, would you like to come on the podcast? I I said, do you want to come on and gloat? Not so much gloat, but maybe gloat. Your analysis was incredible. So, folks, this is Brian on short notice. He hasn't had time to prepare. This is me just grabbing him. The guy's been through a move, so he's probably scattered brain, but I bet he's still laser focused. That's just the kind of guy we get Brian. First and foremost, let's just play it for you. Our finger on the pulse of society. Brian, your World Cup analysis couldn't have been more accurate. Couldn't have been better. I mean, we were so prepared and messy in Argentina against France in the final. I mean, Go back and listen to what whenever this was only a few weeks ago. What Jesus Christ, I need to figure out the episode number. You called it all.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I can't believe we lost that corrupted audio where I said that France and Argentina were going to play in the final and it was going to go to PKs. <laughs> I think I said Mbappe was going to have a hat trick in the World Cup. <laughs> Fine. I mean, yeah. You got to improve your your data storage, you know. <laughs> no. Well,
0: you didn't quite say all that. Well, you didn't quite say all that we did. You did say Argentina was someone to look at. You said you, we talked about the, Messi.
3: The Messi storyline really he, he really paid off for for a lot of a lot of sort yeah. of me, casual to medium invested fans. You know, that that's pretty because this was his fifth, his fifth World Cup. I mean, he the, one of the records he set. I mean, kind of like one of the biggest records he set was that he's now played in the most World Cup matches of anyone. Oh, wow. So his and that was the final. The final game was his 26th World Cup match, and that was the most anyone's ever played by one. Wow. So in it, it took him more games than it's ever taken anyone. I mean, and that in itself is an accomplishment. You might look at that as like, oh, so it took him a long time. But actually, I mean playing in a lot of world cup games is an incredible accomplishment. It means you're good enough to stay on your national team for now in his case, 16 years. It means that you win, you know, win group games, win knockout games to, you know, he, even if you're playing five tournaments, you got to average five games, a tournament, you know, to, to play 26. So yeah, that was, that was incredible. The, The fact that he like won, I mean, I was trying to think of like the right way to express it, but, But basically, like he and mess or sorry, he and Mbappe in that last game had you couldn't even say they had perfect games. They had like better than perfect games, you know. Wow! Like they both had like incredible like goals where they like collected the ball out of the air and like one touched it. Mbappe's second goal was pretty awesome, you know. Uh, he, He played. So how
0: do we feel about the tournament? all in, you know, from start to finish. How do we feel about it being during this time of year? You know, how do we feel?
3: You know, I I think with a with a final like that, it's hard to feel anything but good. I mean, I'd say also the Americans, you know, they didn't they did not let us down, you know, like they made it out of the group, they won the game, they absolutely had to win. They drew with England and it wasn't like they just they they just, you know, Sat in front of the goal for ninety minutes, and you know, let let England pummel them, and hope to like you know they they look sort of threatening. I wish we'd scored a few more goals, but you know they're young guys. I think it was a lot of good experience, and uh, you know we'll be back in twenty twenty six hosting. Sure, be you'll cool. be
0: b- back here on the show breaking it down. You know, yeah, absolutely after this performance. <laughs> yeah, now I I have a theory that the bar scene in New York City must have been crazy yesterday. And I would have loved to have found out, but I ended up having dinner with an out-of-town friend. But you've got all these people that show up to bars no matter what for NFL. Then you have people in their, like, 20s up till their early 30s that are just looking for stuff to do, and they go to bars for NFL sometimes on their own. Then you have everyone looking for something to do slash into the world cup at 10 o'clock in the morning. What a weird event. What a fun time. Right. All those people are converging on bars at one time. And then with the world cup going so late, it literally ended at 1 PM, right
3: when the one o'clock games were kicking off. Right. Well, and it was, it kept, it lasted forever and it kept getting better and better. Right. I mean, so you started with the two Argentina goals, which were already pretty cool. Then you had like France scoring, two goals like at the 77th and 81st minute or something or i think they might have even been closer than that yeah dude,
0: it was crazy i got it to go i literally got it to fill up my glass with more water and freaking yeah i missed the goal i missed the goal yeah next one
3: yeah no that the same thing happened to me because i was watching it and i was like on youtube tv so i like went back (laughs) <laughs> to watch it again, and then, like, literally, right when I caught up, he was scoring the next goal. I was like, What? <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, far of a but uh, yeah, so and that was amazing. And then, you know, extra time, Messi scores, <sighs> and then Mbappe scores. I like the way they do the extra time where they do 30 minutes no matter what, it's not just next goal wins. I like that because it gives the opportunity for that. Yeah. So it was like these the superstars scoring tons of goals, high scoring game and it, like it just kept getting better. So, yeah, I think if if you were someone who was just sort of there and was like, oh, the World Cup finals on like that would have been like to to have stumbled upon that game would have been like incredible. <laughs> I had to move a student. I was supposed to be tutoring someone at 1240 and I had to text them at 1230. I I was like, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to wait. We're going to have to start a little (laughs) bit late today. And she was like, she was, she was watching too. She was like, oh good. I didn't want to have to be the one to ask.
0: Oh, nice. That's cool. I tried to go into four different taverns and of the four, only one could I get inside the bar enough for the doors to close behind my heels Wow, and I decided that still wasn't good enough, and so I yeah. ended up watching it outside of like a bar that has kind of a warehouse gate.
3: That's and cool. there were like
0: twenty five cool, yeah. or thirty people uh of us that were not even patrons; we were on the sidewalk looking in, and it That's ended cool. up being wild, but it was fun. And because I was watching it at home up until extra time, and I thought, I've got, I've got to be around the humans for yeah. this.
3: I was building shelves. <laughs> I was building like <laughs> container store shelves and I had the game on and I was like, I had it, I was listening to it. So if anything happened, I could like quickly go over. Uh, but then, yeah, by extra time, I was, I was, I just set everything aside. Uh, sure. Yeah.
0: Well, Brian, was, I don't want to keep you long, but I just wanted uh, you to, I wanted you to get a chance to come on here and, and frankly, gloat.
3: <laughs> well, I thanks. Mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely. saw broke it the- all down for us. It didn't disappoint Yeah, no, I definitely think some of the things that were that I was excited about did definitely pan out for sure. I mean, well, and also you had Morocco, like, you know, we talked about how, like, you know, upsets will happen, right? You know, it usually in the end does come down to a couple of the best teams. But I mean, Croatia, Croatia is historically pretty good, but it's still a tiny country. It's like four million people or something, you know, and then Morocco. I think I think I'm getting this right. I think they were the first African team to make it to the semifinals. Um, I heard that, which is yeah, pretty awesome. And with some major upsets too. It's not like they had an easy path. They they had they they did really well in their group. They might have won their group. I don't remember. But then they had to beat Spain and Portugal. So I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, there were upsets. There were great storylines. You know, you got you got to see Messi. I mean, that's that's a real treat you know he's sort of one of one of the all-time greats and not only that i mean like sort of if you think about it from like mbappe's perspective right like he lost but like he's already won one and he's 23 years old and when he was 19 he won and he scored four goals and then when he was 23 he almost like, won the final by himself, you know. <laughs> scored three goals in the final, eight in the tournament. Uh, he's got 12 goals. He's 23 years old. 12 goals is how many Pele scored in his entire World Cup career. Wow. I, I think maybe they had a different format where they played fewer games back then. But, you know, I mean, like, the record is 16. The most goals anyone has ever scored in their career at, like, World Cups. And this is a guy who, I think, played, his name is Miroslav Klusa. I think he played in, like, four, maybe probably playing at least four. And then like this Brazilian guy, Ronaldo, not Cristiano Ronaldo, this Brazilian guy named Ronaldo has like 15. So like Mbappe is 23. He could easily play in two or three more world cups. He's already got 12 and he's already won a world cup. I mean, like it's, it's, it's very cool. It's like a, like a really beautiful ending to Messi's story, but also sort of an interesting chapter in the career of this other guy who is probably going to be remembered as like one of the great, one of the great soccer players of all time, uh, especially because, you know, international success matters a lot in terms of people's like legacies. Like part of the reason we remember Pele is he's won. I think he won three you okay. know, World Cups, which is no one's ever done.
0: So um, we we, if we can stay. We can we can check in on this guy in 2026. Now, Brian, absolutely. I don't want to put you on the spot here. And again, this is totally, you know, this is me. I called you not minutes ago. I was like, do you want to <laughs> do this? And you said Yes. You've had time to listen to the last Sydney Hall Show episode, I think.
3: Yes, do yes. You,
0: do you want to chime in with any Christmas TV shows or specials of your own, or do you need time to call into the listener line?
3: No. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm ready. For, I'm absolutely ready for that. You could have you woken me up at 3 in the morning, and I could have done that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, well, first, I love the episode. I liked it so much that I was listening by myself, and I was like, I have to pause this so I can listen with my wife later. Uh, we oh, listened to it. Really, beautiful. really liked it. So, uh, hats off to to you and Brett for a great episode. Thank um, you. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and well, you know, because we're moving right now. I'm Brian in Pelham now. I'm no longer yes. Brian in Manhattan. No longer Brian in Manhattan. No longer Brian in Murray Hill. Yeah. Uh, so um, we're moving, and like we don't have our tree yet. I don't know if I'm hoping we're gonna get around to setting it up. But you know we're not, not really decorated for the holidays, uh, so I've been um, I've been decorating our baby. Like he's got a lot of uh, great Christmas outfits, so we can't de- we is too too much work to decorate the house. But I've, we've been decorating the baby, and uh, and I you know I love to decorate my screen uh, with Christmas movies and Christmas special. And I love specifically I love Christmas episodes, and I think that they're. Uh, like underappreciated, so I love the episode. Definitely got a few that I'm looking forward to watching. Specifically, I think I really want to see that Mary Tyler Moore one and the Dick Dyke He was talking about those sounded great.
0: I really want to see that Mary Tyler Moore one. Yeah. I mean, and I you know, I that was just kind of a Nick at Night show that we had on once in a while. I didn't, ever, I never had a huge emotional attachment to it. I was getting a little older by then. I think I was probably in maybe high school and middle school by the time that one rolled around for, for, for the Hollis family at least. Yeah. But yeah, I want to check it out, dude.
3: Yeah. Uh, and you know, I also, I love the, in the, like the couple of the ones, the ones that I hadn't heard of, I was anxious to try out. And the ones that I, I was familiar with, I agree are really some of my favorites, the community, uh, stop motion animation episode is awesome. And, the um, and the most recent Bob's burgers, my wife and I had just watched it and it made us cry too. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. And we like never cry at Bob's Burgers uh, But yeah, no it, it, it made us It made us choke up um, But if I, if I were gonna You know, add something I mean, obviously this guy is You know, Brett is obviously the, the, the true authority But if I were gonna, you know, throw something in Maybe it's on one of his lists already uh, Is the Frasier episode Perspectives on Christmas I think is a very uh, Very fun Christmas episode For sure Okay, Frasier
0: Perspectives on Christmas
3: yeah, I think that's I'll what toss it's it in. Yeah. Now,
0: where can I watch Fraser Brian?
3: That's a good question. I don't know. I'm sure it's on some major streaming platform.
0: I mean, it's certainly on Cozy TV. So if I stay <laughs> up till one in the morning enough nights in a row, they'll probably put it on.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's a good one. It's like, um, well, there's like, it's it's Fraser does episodes sometimes where they have like a couple of different converging storylines and like the framing devices. Like, like they're all getting a massage and they're sort of remembering how stressful their their week leading up to Christmas has been for them. And they all remember it a little bit differently. I see. So the Fraser can be very clever like that. It's like very theatrical. It's like a lot of those 90s sitcoms. It's kind of like watching a play, you know.
0: Sure, sure. Harold Um, Pinter-esque.
3: Yeah. So that that's that's a good one of the ones that he didn't already mention. I would say that's a great one. Uh, yeah,
0: what was it called again? Uh,
3: I, I believe it's called Perspectives on Christmas. Okay, Perspectives on Christmas. Got let it. Me, all right, let me see if I can Google that really quickly. Sure, make sure,
0: yeah. The humans would appreciate the accuracy. I mean, you're doing so well. Your accuracy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Now you've moved, have you, did your, did your Christmas lights, your big C-34, C-37s, did they make the move okay?
3: You know, they're still, they're still in a storage unit, like on 63rd Street or something like that. I We have to go, we have to go get our, uh, get our tree and our lights. Now so, this yeah, sounds no. like
0: a Christmas special. Trapped, <laughs> trapped Tree trapped in Manhattan, and it's you and Jackie and um, Calvin getting stuck in traffic on the FDR, trying to go get your Christmas tree out of storage that ahead does of a sound storm. Like a special,
3: you know? <laughs> that that sounds like a pretty good Christmas special. Tree trapped in Manhattan. I'm gonna write that down for like one of these, like uh, you know, t- I'm always coming up with like ideas for tv plots of like shows that i'm never gonna write or make or sure yeah uh in my in my like head i i like i have i'm basically like a network president of like an imaginary channel <laughs> that has like dozens of shows across <laughs> many genres uh, but it, it only exists it only exists because then you like start to like try to write stuff down and, like oh man writing of script is so much harder than being like having a fun idea yeah Yeah, but I do love that one though.
0: So, tree trapped in Manhattan. Yeah, a Uh, young young family, you know, trapped in a box truck on the FDR in a blizzard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do like that a lot. Um, yeah. Well, dude, appreciate you coming on. Anything else we we need mention? I mean, do you want to? Oh, you know, I'm going to mention in today's episode. So again, you're just getting. You're just, um, you're being put on the spot a lot tonight. Hey, I going to yeah, mention I, in I today's episode, so maybe, maybe you don't have to do this one yet, that humans are welcome to send in their Christmas cards. Meaning just if you want to, you know, maybe you've never called to the show before. You're like, hey, Sid, hey, humans, just wanted to say, you know, Merry Christmas from uh, Shannon in mississippi you know you know something like that very easy very simple so there's
3: oh, a little audio christmas card like sort of like the audio costume contest
0: exactly just a quick like hey merry christmas humans you know just not, nothing too crazy almost reminds me of those bumpers for like network um when you're local networks so in, in savannah like you know abc i think is wjcl so between before jeopardy it might be like hey savannah just want to say happy merry christmas from all of us here at you know, van, whatever, Chevrolet. You know, and it all wave really quick. You know, something. That's a like great that. idea.
3: I love that. If I if I don't submit, it's not because I don't think it's a great idea, but because I like <laughs> was just like forgot it slipped my mind. But I definitely want to. Expect- we well, can also
0: say Happy Holidays to the humans now, if you want to.
3: <laughs> well, I'll definitely say Happy Holidays to the humans now. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm also gonna do one of those audio Christmas cards. Happy Holidays, humans. Thank and you. We'll have to get you out here. I uh, have to get you out here to the. Uh, out to the burbs. It's, oh, I would love it's, it. It's an easy trip. Um, but oh, the last thing I'll say, I'll just leave you with this. Yes. Um, you know, the World Cup fun is over for now, but next oh. summer is the, is the Women's World Cup. Oh. Um, which is fun because, you know, the United States has obviously a, historically the best uh, women's soccer team by a pretty wide margin, but the rest of the world is absolutely catching up. So, um, you know, like definitely sort of fiercer competition, like a little bit more, um, you know, like I think we're probably, I don't know if we're the best at any given moment, but you know, I think we still have obviously the best tradition and a lot of the best players, um, but you know, we should expect a little bit more resistance than we would have had in like 99, you know? uh Fair so enough. that's next summer that's this coming summer summer 2023 and it'll be in australia new zealand so if you like those weird time games which i always do yes sign me up uh, yeah so that, that's something to look forward to beautiful yeah
0: well folks this is brian and pelham if you liked what you heard you can go check back in on episode 114 He was just on the show and if you want to hear some vintage brian episode 11 you can play it from my website, your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. Just look for Vintage Brian. You can play it right off the webpage off of the player. It's not going to go into your podcast per se, but you can you can find a way to get that audio and, and still do it mobilely. You, know, you can just put your phone in your pocket. You know, it's no, big, no big deal. Brian, thanks for coming on.
3: Of course. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you soon. Happy
0: holidays. Happy holidays. Okay, humans, that was another episode of the Sydney Hollis Show. Lots of moving pieces. Lots of different audio and things today that was a lot of fun of course if you have anything you want to add or if you want to send over an audio holiday card please do so listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com of course you can record into the voice memo recorder app on your smartphone hit the share button and email it to listenerline at sydneyhollowshow.com of course if you're really feeling really feeling ambitious you can make uh you can make your own home video yule log to be featured featured on your favorite time waster sydneyhollishow.com all right humans we'll see you at the end of the week thanks for listening happy holidays we're getting into the nitty-gritty of it it's fun go enjoy the hustle and the bustle it's fun to walk around with shopping bags in your hands What's that say about me and consumerism? I don't know, but it is a good time. Peace and love, humans. Peace and love.